Welcome to episode 70 of the Fitness Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Schlag. On today's episode, I'm joined by a super fit, super strong 53-year-old coach from California. Pam Sherman has been coaching in the fitness industry for several decades now, both one-on-one and in group fitness. One of her favorite sayings is, your health is your wealth. And she comes on today to discuss with us her aha moment when she realized it is just not all about how we look. All right, let's go. Pam. Hello. Hello. How are you? Super excited. How are you? Good. You look so pretty. I'm not sweating. I'm done for the day. (laughs) I got clean. (laughs) And my hair is clean. My hair is never clean. (laughs) Amazing what that can do for us. (laughs) Maybe Maybe every three days or so. Oh, me too. Every three days. That's what it, that's. That's the goal. <laughs> so Pam, tell me something today that's made you smile so far. I just got a text from my daughter and she plays soccer in college, which of course is delayed until the spring, mm-hmm. but she had a really great one-on-one training session with a couple of the coaches and then did some speed work afterwards. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm glad, glad she's getting to play, doing something. Well, you know, training without playing games is not ideal for anybody, but she has a whole bunch of new coaches and they're all female. Oh. Uh, and of course I'm, I am actually an old runner and a track geek. So anytime there's speed work, I'm like, Oh, so I can't wait to hear what the details for her speed work was. Oh, fun. Well, that's exciting. I know it's really hard for kids who play sports right now because the opportunity to play just isn't really there for most people. It's not, and then, I mean, you and I are in different categories than young college athletes. They have a goal, right? And just like, it's why are we even training? Like, because you're with your people and you feel great when you exercise, that's why you're training. Yeah, absolutely. So Pam, you know, I want to jump right in. When we were talking the other day, you were telling me about this big aha moment you had, um, big awakening about your health. Um, Can you share that story with everyone? Yes, of course. So I have been a lifelong runner. I started running when I was 11, uh, very middle of the pack, never, you know, great, but just always loved the way exercise made me feel. And in my early thirties, I became a group exercise instructor and personal trainer and then a running coach and a food coach. Wellness has been in my life forever. And as I've gotten older and wiser, I'm 53, um, I've taken better and better care of myself because I know what it takes. Before it was, I was just a runner. And then you add in stretching and strength training and eating better, strength work, oh my gosh. Um, And then about four years ago, I was out for a run and I got hit by a car. I was in, I was in the sidewalk and a car just sped out of a parking lot and I literally ate the windshield, leaving one of my front teeth in the windshield. And I rolled into the second lane. Luckily there was no cars coming in that lane. And I won't share all the yucky stuff, but I went in to go see my sports practitioner who has known me for 15 years. And he said, Pam, had you not been in such excellent shape, your injuries would have been far worse. And it was like Oprah singing in my head. Oh! <laughs> like, I have to get the word out to women that they have to take better care of themselves because 
I could have died. I could have broken bones. There's, I mean, my whole mantra after my recovery was whatever I went through, which was a ton of oral surgery, it was better than being dead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, so much of what we see in the fitness industry, people's goals, often at the tip top is physique, right? Like I want to lose some fat. I want to not have a muffin top. I want to fit in my jeans. You know, um, when you dig deeper, people have other goals too, but that's usually top of mind. Um, and especially as we age, I think it's so important to talk about working out, eating well, strength training for our health and for aging well. A hundred percent. And as a trainer and instructor for years, all I heard women say was, I can't, I don't have time. Lifting will make me big and bulky. That one will never die. Um, and they would always put, as women, we put everybody else on the top of our to-do list. And oftentimes we are not on it. And I tell women, you have to be number one. Mm -hmm. Because when you take care of yourself and your health, you're a better mom, you're a better wife or a partner, you're a more productive employee, you're happier. But so many women, oh, no, 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 they get selfish. And yeah. say, no, 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 taking care of yourself is self-love. It's not selfish. Yeah, I totally, I couldn't agree with you more. I actually usually take it a step further and it kind of surprises people because you're totally right. If we take care of ourselves first, we can take care of all those other things, people, responsibilities better. But even if we didn't, we're worth it anyway because we're a valuable person, right? So we should put ourselves first because we're worth it just by being who we are. 100%. And at age 11, I knew that running made me feel good. So anytime there was trauma in my life, I would go out for a run. And now I look back now and go, that was just survival mode. I knew that I had to do that for my mental health and my mental health helped my physical health. But so many more people need to realize that it's, it is about taking care of ourselves, which yes, we are worth it every single time. Yeah. What would you say people listening who they're thinking like, um, I really haven't done that. I haven't really put my health at the top of the list. I haven't. Maybe, uh, you know, they're in their 40s or their 50s and they're like, I haven't really done that. What would you suggest they do first? My favorite thing to tell women is think back when you were a little kid. Because oftentimes women think exercise is a chore. That's why they don't do it because they don't like it. What do you like to do? I was talking to a client who moved from California to Washington in the winter and it was cold. And she was, paying, you know, what do you suggest for cardio? And I said, do you like to jump rope? And we were on a Zoom call and she goes, oh, I'd love to jump rope. I was on the jump rope team in high school. Oh my gosh. What did you like to do when you were a little kid? Did you like to dance? There is Zumba on YouTube. Everything is on YouTube now. Find movement that makes you happy. Then you'll do it for the rest of your life and strength train, of course. Yeah, I totally agree with that combination. Yeah, I don't think you can leave one of them out because not everybody loves strength training. Like I do, but not everybody does. And it's one of the things I tell people like, just do it anyway because it serves a purpose, but you don't have to love it and you don't have to make it like everyday thing, but then you should find a way of moving that you can do most days of the week that you actually, it brings you joy. Every single time I call our bodies a Ferrari and that's how we need to treat it. It needs great fuel. It needs to keep moving. You need to have it rest. But so many people are afraid, like, it takes too much time. Like, it does not take too much time because we all have the same amount of time in a day. It's what you want to make a priority because, let's face it, we all have time for the things that we want to do every single day. Yeah, it's true. It is about choosing 
And that can be really hard for people to hear, right? Because frankly, like we have a lot going on, especially in this moment. Moms, I don't know how moms with little kids are doing it, right? So I have kids, I'm a mom, and it is like my kids are here and I am making sure every day they get on their calls, but my kids are teenagers. Moms of little kids right now are somehow working and teaching their kids, not necessarily teaching, but making sure that the kids are there with the teacher on the call. I have one friend who's like, it is so hard to get her little elementary kid, like actually physically with the tech, like on there every day. It's a lot. It's a lot. So what do you say to people if they're like, I really do struggle with time? Like, what are your go-to tips for like, how can we get it in even when we're busy? Well, I, just, I had a, a group of sisters a couple of years ago, so a private little training group with them, and they were all, they all have little kids, um, too busy. And I said, do you have 10 minutes to work out? And they're like, yeah, I made a 10 minute playlist on my YouTube channel using mostly body weight that it's just a place to start. And whether it's my YouTube channel, which is the perfect balance, yours, anything out there, you could put in 10 minute workout and things come up. But I think people, when they have expectations of what they sh should do, my finger air quotations, it should be an hour. No, no, no. If you're doing nothing and you put in 10 minutes, let's say five times a week, that's 50 extra minutes. Amazing. Yeah. Absolutely. I so believe in that. Just those small chunks of time, just make a commitment to it. Like even to something that feels stupid easy, like, okay, like 10 minutes, that feels so easy. Like I can do that. Great. It should feel that way if you're struggling to get started, right? It doesn't have to feel like a big mountain to climb to be worth it. No. And then for the moms that have a little bit older, cause probably not like uh, under five, but if you take them to the park, every park has a bench, Squats, push-ups, tricep dips, lunges. Uh, you can use the swings and do planks. You can find places anywhere really to move just a little bit and fitting in that time. You might not in your head think, oh, it wasn't worth it. Every minute spent on yourself and your health is absolutely worth it. I totally agree with that. What do you say to women who say, and, and it's such a common theme, like they just feel this voice inside their head that says, it's just too late. Like I've waited too long. Well, how long are you going to live? Another 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years? When you start now, your future self is already thanking you for doing it. I had no idea, clearly, I was ever going to get hit by a car, but I look back and think, thank goodness I did spend time taking care of myself and my health, and all I lost were teeth. That's it. So we don't know what life is going to throw us, but I do see people, women, especially as they age, and they just give up. And I think you got to wake up in this body and move every day. Don't you want to feel as good as you can? And little, here's the thing too, Kim, I'm sure you agree. Little changes lead to big success. So when I'm coaching a client, let's just fit in five or 10 minutes to start and do it in the morning. So you can't say later on, you're too tired to do it. You know, have a glass of water along with your coffee because coffee is a food group. We all know that. <laughs> Make sure you add in some vegetables into your day, like little baby steps will definitely make you a year from now. If you start doing those, you'll feel like a rock star. Yeah. Excuse me. <clears throat> it is really interesting when we think like, wow. And I remember, gosh, when I finally got my act together, I was like 42, 43. And I do remember thinking like, can I really do this at this age? And now that's so funny to me because like, wow, that feels like a lifetime ago. Right. And it feels like it's too late. And then like, gosh, Think back, like when I try and think back to like what I was doing even two years ago, it feels like so long ago, but I could have accomplished so much, right? So if there's something you want to do two years from now, 
you'll be so happy you did it. And even though it feels like, I should have started this beat. I should have started this years ago. Yeah. Nothing you can do about that now. Well, there's not, there's good too, to have goals. I I told you the story last time we talked is when Terminator 2 came out, I was 23. Yeah. 30 years ago, Linda Hamilton doing a pull-up. I'm thinking there was no women strength training doing anything at that time. That was a hundred years ago. And I thought, oh, that'd be so cool to do a pull-up someday. Never worked on it. And then I finally had a guy put a pull-up on my backyard. And now I do pull-ups all the time because I can, because I started. And now at 53, I can do pull-ups, which feels pretty badass. Absolutely. I think a lot of us had that same reaction to Linda Hamilton doing that. Like, wait, I want to do that. And I didn't do it then either. I didn't do a pull-up until in my mid-40s. But I remember thinking like, wow, I want to do that. I remember putting on a vision board at age 37, but literally made no plan on how to even work on it. Like, yeah, it's not the secret. Your health is not like the secret. You can't just put it out there and it will magically happen. Right. It is much more of a deliberate thing. Like if you have a goal that you want to reach, if you're like, okay, I've wanted to do a pull-up or I've wanted to do a push-up. That's another one. I, those are the top two. When women get on the phone with me and they tell me something they've had on their mind, they want to try. Those are the two. And they're like, I've, you know, I've just never been able to do one. Well, it's a matter of you haven't been you haven't been persistent at following a plan that actually gets you there, right? And I can say I I was that person. I would go to the gym all the time and like be like, can I do one now? And I'd try to do a push up. I'm like, nope, it still looks pretty bad. But I hadn't been trying systematically in any way to actually do it. Yeah, I have I work with a group uh, called the Perfect Balance Tribe, and there's a lot of older women in there. And I I have challenges every week. One of the weeks is push-ups on the kitchen counter and guess what if you do that for a minute that's hard work absolutely you don't have to start even on the ground you can just start on the kitchen that is better than nothing yeah those hand elevated push-ups are the way to go if you want to get a push-up absolutely best place you can start is with a hand elevated push-up kitchen counter edge of your sofa and just keep moving on down until you can get down there so Mm -hmm. pam what does uh what do workouts look like for you well, I'm much less of a runner now. I might run a mile or do some sprints a couple times a week, but I have a fun little gym in my backyard with a box for box jumps, my pull-up bar. I have an assault bike. I have a whole bunch of dumbbells. So it's usually some kind of circuit. And then three times a week this month, I'm like, you know what? I had to get back to lifting heavy because I have, um, I'm afflicted with the pancake on the butt syndrome. Oh gosh. <laughs> So I'm going to be lifting heavy again for deadlifts and squats because on my pull-up bar, I have two huge nails that I can make that into a little squat rack. Oh, great. Oh, fantastic. I do uh, a little most days of the week. Okay. Got it. Any um, fitness goals on the horizon? Something you're trying to do? Increase the size of the pancake. <laughs> all right. All right. So squats and deadlifts it is. Hip thrust. You do hip thrust? You know, I don't love hip thrust. I've never felt great for my body, but I have uh, some really great bands, so band work in there as well. Okay, fantastic. My other go-to is step-ups. Step-ups are great for booty work. Low step-ups, high step-ups. You ever do one-leg get-ups? I don't know what that is. I wish you could show us all. Tell us all. If you sit on a bench, lift your left foot up off the ground and stand up with your right foot. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. I didn't call, I just call those one leg box squats. Yep. And then when you get really 
proficient at them, hold a dumbbell at your chest and make it a little bit harder. Yeah. I like doing Absolutely. Those were some of the first progressions I did on my way to doing a pistol squat. Um, just those are hard. Just doing the, Yeah. Well, those one-legged box squats, those are freaking hard too when you first start. Um, I remember I gave my son those. He just started training like six months ago. He's 19. And he's like, what is this? This is really hard. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I can't do that. And I'm like, you can do it. You need to raise your box up higher. Stop trying to go down so low. Because he's like, this should be easier. It looks like it would be easy. Like you're literally standing up from a bench with one foot, but it is not easy. It's it not is easy not. It's not easy. And as a coach, you probably uh, can, you know, agree with this is so many women doubt themselves on like, I can't, I can't do a box jump. I can't do a burpee. I can't run a mile. I'm like, sister, you pushed out a baby. You can do anything once yeah. you do that. And then when they get to the top of the box and their face is so happy, it's so empowering. That's why I love strength training for women so much because it is so empowering for them. Right there with you. It really is. It, a lot of people think like losing weight's going to make you happy. And it really it doesn't. I mean, you might feel better about yourself. The thing for me that along the way really made me happy, made me proud, made me just feel, like you said, empowered was getting strong and seeing myself accomplish things that I was like, I can't believe I can do that now. I can't believe I can do a pull-up. I can't believe I can do a push-up. I can't believe I can do pistol squats all along the way, like setting these goals and then watching yourself do something you didn't think you could do. That's incredible. I don't think I've ever been more proud. I've run 15 marathons I've never been more proud than when I can actually do, I got to a set of 10 pull-ups. That was amazing. That's incredible. That's fantastic. So tell us, um, nutrition, what is, give us two of your very favorite, I don't have time to cook, but I want something, you know, healthy and going to help me in the weight loss realm. What are your two go-to meals? Okay. I tell all my clients who don't have, don't have time and they have to go through the drive-thru. I say, you know what? I bet you're driving by a grocery store on the way to the drive-thru. Go into the deli and get a cooked piece of protein and get a green salad. Every deli now has green salads and protein. And everybody has self-checkout. So I bet you're actually getting your meal faster than if you're waiting in the drive-thru line. It's true. It certainly doesn't take any more time and it might even be faster. It's no, and you know what? Your health is worth spending maybe two or three extra dollars on the fresh stuff than on the nutritional, like, just awfulness that goes with anything that you get in the drive-thru. Yeah. Although I do and like the, a good McDonald's fry every now and then, but <laughs> pretty tasty stuff. Um, okay, give us one more. One more good, quick meal. I want everybody to have enough stuff at home to have, I post every day a B-A-S, a big ass salad. So have a, my go-to, I'm not super fancy, a fruit, a nut, and a fat, like a goat cheese, feta cheese, blue cheese, make my own dressing. If it's all there, it takes less than two minutes to put it all together. And if you have a protein, great. Or if you have a protein shake with it, perfect. Nice. Nice. Uh, do you have, I think I saw you making a really good dressing on your stories or something. Do you have a go-to dressing you make? I do. I do cashew milk or almond milk is fine. That's the base of it because okay. olive oil is just going to sit on my butt. I don't want that to happen. Uh, <laughs> I'm lazy. I don't use real garlic. I use a garlic in the tube. I squeeze some garlic. Oh, garlic in. paste. I love garlic paste. It's so easy. I squeeze some mustard in. I put in either white or red balsamic vinegar. Okay. 
and a little bit of coconut aminos, which is like soy sauce, but we can't do um, wheat in our house. Okay. Oh, and a scoop of hummus, a little spoonful of hummus. Okay. Shake it all up and it's super creamy and delicious. All right, I'm gonna try that. I've never made a salad dressing with like a milk type base like that. That's interesting. All right, I'll it give that. Just, it makes it thick and creamy and cuts down by like 600 calories instead of using olive oil, maybe 800. Nice, okay. Good one. That's a really good one. Well, Pam, it has been great having you on. Thanks for coming and chatting with us today. Where can people find you? I'm on Instagram at Perfect Balance Guru. I'm on TikTok, thanks to you, at Perfect Balance Guru. You got on, what, like two days ago, and you like had a video like went crazy. I checked today because like, you messaged me. It, had, it was like TikTok, TikTok is incredible, like how fast you can grow. Well, how many hits did you get on that video? How many people watched it's, that video? It's been like 200 and it was insane. 200,000? No, no, just 200. But no, I just no. posted it two days ago. No, you have a video with like 40,000 views, Pam. Oh, I did you not do. know that. I would look, I, you got to go look. It's the one with the apple cider vinegar. There's like, okay. it's like 40 or 30 or 50,000 people have watched it. People are going crazy over that. <laughs> you don't even know. I'm telling you the fun news here. <laughs> so you can um, find Pam on TikTok and you can find, <laughs> she doesn't, she might not know how many people are watching her, but she's there and she's on Instagram. <laughs> Thanks so much, Pam. It's been great having you on. Thank you so much. I really appreciate everything you do for women in this space because we need more women who are telling the truth and promoting strength training. So I think you are amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks so much for being here and listening in to the Fitness Simplified podcast today. I hope you found it educational, motivational, inspirational, all the kinds of ational. <laughs> If you enjoyed it, if you found value in it, it would mean so much to me if you would go ahead and leave a rating and review on whatever platform you are listening to this on. It really does help to get this podcast to other people. Thanks so much. Thank you.